good afternoon. Today we're going to be talking with David Farmer about two, about two films, documentary films, both of them about jazz artists. One's called What, what Happened to Miss Simone, talking about Nina Simone. And the other one is Bertha, Bertha the Cool by Miles, with Miles Davis. And it's interesting as to how those two artists interact. And David, um, thank you for, for joining me on, on this discussion. Well, thank uh, you for inviting me. I appreciate it. And uh, it's interesting, um, you know, both artists, you know, kind of came, came prominent in, during the 1960s. And both had uh, some, some similarities in terms of background with having brief stints at Juilliard Music School. Um, both seem to have had some violence in in their lives, um, which we can talk about. And the and the films are um, were a little bit different in terms of of orient of orientation. Um, and it, it was interesting that you know, with with Nina Simone, it was more about her, her, and 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 in terms of what. Who, who she was and uh, what kinds of things, you know, she was doing and her activism and, and so forth. As to uh, Miles, it was more as, as, to the, as to his music. But with Miles, you still found out quite a bit about his life and you still heard quite, quite a bit of music from, from Nina. So it was, uh, it was, it was interesting. You well, hear? they both are uh, both available on Netflix, streaming on Netflix. So once a, the uh, what happened, Miss Simone, the title comes from uh, Maya Angelou, uh, uh, a quote from Maya Angelou, uh, is a 2015 uh, biographical film by a woman named Liz Garbus. Uh, and uh, it's a 90% fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. And Miles Davis, Birth of the Cool, is a 2019 film that also available on Netflix, which has a 92 fresh uh, rating on uh, uh, the tomato meter. And um, so they're, they're both excellent, excellent um, uh, documentaries. And uh, lots of, uh, for those of you who already know them, you've, you'll learn something new, but it's also... Um, uh, just a, a a pleasure to both revisit their music and also to understand the pain and frankly torture that both of them endured in their in their lives. Yeah, I learned an awful lot about Nina Simone that I did not know. Um, I had no knowledge that uh, she had a, a violence in in her family relationship with her husband. I mean, when I started watching the, the film and some of the scenes, I started flashing on Tina Turner and, yep. and with the relationship with Ike. Right. Uh, I mean, it's uh, remarkable that the, these two icons from, from that same time period both had uh, such violent relationships with husband. Though I think Tina's was, was more violent than, 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 than Nina. I, I think that's right. And of course, Miles was on the other side of that equation. 
because he uh, had multiple wives and had multiple abuse issues with them. So they were on both the male and female side of the abuse problem uh, that, you know, still persists today. Yes, it, it, no, it certainly hasn't gone, gone away. And if anything, um, yeah, it's as much of a problem as it's, as it's ever been. But with, with, with Miles, um, it, it wasn't really clear, just it, it seemed to be totally when, when he was in, into the drugs, um, but it wasn't as, as clear a path as, as was played out with, with Nina Simone. True. You know, they both, of course, had, um, they were both seminal um, jazz artists, one, you know, the American art form although film is sometimes credited as being an American art form. And I think that's a mixed bag, but uh, jazz is definitely a definitive American art form. Um, Absolutely. You know, and they are giants in that, in that world share both a a classic uh, uh, music uh, background, both attended briefly Juilliard. Um, Nina was playing since she was three, four years old on piano and was guided by a, a, a classic uh, uh, teacher um, and, of course, favored uh, Bach especially. And and that's the magic in her piano work is these jazz riffs with incredible Bach kind of riffs underneath. Amazing, amazing stuff. And they both were ex- not were expats. Uh, abroad, uh, France, they shared at different times. Interesting, the generation, because they're seven years apart. So they were s- arguably of a different generation. Seven years is enough to make a, they say a generation is 20 years, but I think a seven year puts puts them in different, They, they and they, they kind of came up, because Miles was, was cooking in the, even in the 40s, and certainly through the 50s, Nina emerges in the 50s and comes, and they both kind of have a um, apotheosis in the 1960s. And that's where that's where my first acquaintance with both of them comes. And I think for you as well. That's true. Did you ever see either one of them live? I never saw either either of them uh, live. No. Yeah, I, I, I've seen I saw Nina Simone's perform once. Um, now, actually, she was up in South Lake Lake, Lake Tahoe. Um, before seeing the, the the documentary film, if you'd asked me when was it, I would have said 1968. But now that after watching the film and, and the sequence of her life, it must have been 67 that, that, I, that I, I saw her perform. Right. Um, and it was uh, um, quite a performance. There wasn't much much chatter. Um, it, it was it was strictly the music. And that that was fine. Um, right. That, that's the reason we were I was there. Well, you know, for both of them too, their latter uh, their latter years were not their best and brightest in many uh, people's views. Uh, for Miles, he went into this. Uh, I mean, he was always recreating himself and his music, and and it was always about the now, and that was that's to his credit. 
but the now of the of the late work is in many you know listeners ears is noise and it is in mine as well except my the one so- song he did in the later years where he was cr- sort of playing with with pop music stuff was Time After Time, the Cindy Lauper piece. I love that piece. I love Everybody it. does. Oh, man. How could you not love it? Exactly. And and um, that together with sketches in Spain are, are the are the miles things that are, you know, among others, among many others, are the things that really stand out in their in their uh, in their in their work. With Nina, um, she got. Uh, arguably trapped by the movement in the sense that she embraced the, you know, Stokely Carmichael, most strident violence is the only way. Um, I must say, though, in her music, uh, Mississippi Goddamn is still uh, an an incredibly moving piece. I mean, uh, you know, and, and, um, uh, but she did, you know, she kind of, that, that was, sort of the latter part of her life that's what that that um she, i think she got a little bit trapped um, um yeah, and the movie implies she also had a she was bipolar right uh, and and i i i hadn't heard that that was that was the first time i heard that right uh, I, I was a little surprised by that uh but but that would explain some of the behavior uh but it, there's there's no question that she did, did not keep performing at the same level that that she once did. Right. Um, well, she was in such pain too. I mean, yeah. um, uh, you know, and and both. I guess you know, for I, Miles, you know, Miles might well have been bipolar as well. But he was in, in, with with his drug and alcohol abuse. He was self-medicating. I, you know, again, I'm yeah. armchair <laughs> disclaimer. Disclaimer. I'm armchair uh, psychologist, but uh, you know, and of course, the whole thing with the artist being, you know, essentially bipolar is is the gift to the artist because you have these incredible frenzied of creation of high, and then the inevitable down. But um, and and you know. My armchair philosophy is: we're all we're all autistic. We're all bipolar. We're, we're all the, we're all the spectrums. It's just that in some cases, environment pushes us in one way or another. I think that's true of both uh, both Nina as well as uh, and of course Nina. We have to we have to acknowledge her real name was Eunice Kathleen Wayman, right? Right. Um, yeah, it just shows how little I really knew of her background. I didn't realize that she had adopted her own name. Um, and it was, into, it was an interesting story as to the, the reason she, she did so, because she didn't want her mother to know that, that she was performing in, in nightclubs. Yep. And so, um, you know, and then and, and the name, and the, given that to the, the, the Simone, and then she ends up in France. Um, but the, with, with the European connection in the latter part of her life, there again, you got kind of almost like a, a Tina Turner relationship again, because that's where Tina Turner li- lives right now. But I think right. it's Switzerland, not not France. Right, right. Well, and both uh, both of them uh, were 
incredibly touched by the totally different racial climate in France, especially, where far from being treated American style, they were respected as artists, as people, and um, was moments of grace for them, for both of them. Both Miles and Nina. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, No, that's absolutely true. What was also interesting, you know, I I didn't realize just with with Miles that that given his age, that he actually started out playing with with Bird and with Dizzy Gillespie. I mean, those opening scenes are are, are, are really very, very entertaining. Yes. Uh, You know, uh, you, you you don't see that much with with Bird. Um, and that, that was, that was, uh, that was interesting. And well, and also he, too, he just kept it, growing. It, 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 cause he's a phenomenon by himself, but the fact of his sort of roots going back to those giants, um, uh, you know, the pedigree continues on. It's sort of like in the, in literature from, uh, uh, from, from, um, the, the the Irish writers from you know Yeats down to Samuel Beckett you know there's a there and Joyce but you know there's there's this they build on each family. other yeah they build on each other yeah exactly. yeah exactly yeah. no no my miles is just, just kept 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 growing and growing um but it was uh um you know interesting um and then that then that scene I I and remembered when I when it when it played out, reading about it at the time that about him being beat up by by the New York cop. Yeah, but, you know, given today's stories with 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 uh, some of the police brutality issues, um, you know, it's uh, it's it's, it's it, you know, that particular short scene. You know, I think he even impacts more than it probably did when the, when the documentary came out. Well, and it couldn't have happened at, I mean, that was literally around Birth of the Cool. Um, um, his, his, he, was, he was at the top of his game and, and the cop beat him up under the marquee, which had his name on it. Right. So, I mean, it was it, it was just, and uh, the, you know, the, the, the picture that comes across of, 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 um, of Miles as a person was, you know, he was kind of surly. He was sort of didn't suffer fools gladly. He was not sort of sort of reminds me of uh, uh, Dylan in the in the early, early days. My brother once uh, approached Dylan at Gertie's Folk City, where he was just beginning and uh, you know, started chatting him up. And, you know, Dylan didn't have what nothing to do with that. You know, he was not. Yeah. And same with Miles. He did not. He didn't. He was not a chatty Kathy at all. Oh, no, 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 no. He, he was definitely very, very singular. Um, but it's an amazing that the, the artists that that he, he brought together. I mean, Ron Carter on the bass. I mean, uh, yeah. Wayne, Wayne Shorter, who I think just recently passed away. He did. Yeah. And. Uh, uh, Herbie Hancock, um, you know, even even that later stage when he really wasn't at at his top of his personal game, you know, he still kept the the artists around him that that were the really were at the the the, the best of the best. 
Well, the fascinating thing I found in that too was the method of doing these albums of coming in with just sort of maybe semi-sketches and ideas and basically letting them rip, you know, uh, that he not only recruited very talented uh, back, not even the background, they, they really were the main, mainstays, but he allowed them to, to and, and ultimately the best music that was made was out of the spontaneity, but very careful listening and responding. And it, it's just amazing, yes. the process, just totally, totally amazing and not not preformed. It was of the moment. And that's, man, that's Miles. He's of the moment. Yeah, that's one of the reasons why the the, the documentary is is worth worth watching. Um, because it, it does go into that kind of detail in terms of how, how the music was was made. Right. Um, and, and how the man you know, interfaced with his own music. But it doesn't really explain, you know, how he could have there at the end walk away from the trumpet and and just not for six, seven years, you know, play uh, before he had that last little, little, little spurt. And right. he didn't look that healthy um, when, when he was playing right there at the end. Right. Right. And the music certainly wasn't um, anything like um, it was maybe in the now because it was a lot of odd stuff and rock and roll happening at that time too. And he was trying to kind of capture some of that, I think. But right. um, he was not, uh, you know, he it was not a healthy time for him at all. And he died at 65. Yeah, he was a young man. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Nina went, uh, managed Another to make it to 70. Yeah, make it to 70. But, uh, and her end was not very healthy either. No, no, neither one. Um, the The... The second half of their life was was no nowhere near what the first half was. Yeah, um, it would have been interesting to to with 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 Miles if though if they had a little more in terms of his personal life though. I mean, I he did keep in contact contact with his with his two two children, but you really didn't get any sense of of, of what was their their, their relationship. Um, and I would I would like to know a little more about that. Well, it's interesting too because um, he uh, apparently um, his, his will was an interesting piece of trivia here. Um, he didn't um, leave equal amounts. See, his his estate was left like at two million dollars in today's dollars, um, and. Um, it was basically he left 20% to his daughter, Cheryl, 40% to his son, Aaron, um, and 10% to his nephew, Vincent, and um, 15% each to his brother, Vernon, and his sister, Dorothy. He excluded two sons, Gregory and Miles IV, for, I guess, being, being bad boys, uh, in his view. Uh, but the interesting thing is the um, daughter and the son and the nephew uh, became essentially the, the gatekeepers for his legacy. They are the producers uh, of that Miles Davis Birth of the Cool um, uh, film, and uh, they are keeping the flame alive uh, for, and it looks like that's what 
Miles had in mind in his in his legacy. Well, I guess consistent with the will, but the, the film really doesn't really mention the the two others, the two other kids. No. Totally. Um, yeah, that's that's why I only referenced uh, the, the the one the one son and and the daughter. Right. Um, so that that's interesting. And Nina only had the one child, and and that re- that relationship was 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 interesting too in terms of her going back and forth between after. Nina got got divorced and 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 then went to um, Ghana. Was it Ghana she went to? No, no, no. Uh, Liberia. 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 Yeah. Um, and uh, and and then she then becoming abusive to to her to her daughter. Right. Uh, after after having abuse, um, suffering abuse herself. Well, I so, think both of them uh, stand for the proposition. I guess it's well documented and established that those who are abused more often than not become abusers. That's and, true. You know, that's and I true. think in both in both cases, um, you know, uh, that there are examples of that. Yeah. No, it's 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 amazing. Um, uh, but it's still it's still surprising, yeah. Uh, even though I I am aware of the, of, of that of, the, of that occurring, um, but but um, with, with with Nina, I mean, it would have been nice on, on that film to have a little bit more of her early performance uh, work. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, and. It 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 really is. It, it was it was inter- It's also interesting with her that her ex husband did cooperate with the filmmaking because there is quite a bit of interviews with with him that are interspaced uh, with with the film. Yeah, yeah, and he's a, apparently at least as of the time the film was made, he was still alive. I'm not sure if he's still alive or not. But here's a very interesting uh, background: a cop essentially. Uh, but a control freak of the vice squad. Yeah. Yeah. Vice squad. And, uh, and, and, and I think, you know, again, as a, as a child of the culture, the period she lived through and as independent as she was, uh, she still was kind of formed by the notion of a strong man and having, and especially in the business side, he was a, you know, well, he, he ran things. Yeah, I mean, he was he really controlled her her life. Again, Ike and Tina. There's a, a parallel. Yeah, with with, with yeah. that. Yeah, no, I mean the the excuse me the 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 comments that that she had at various times about being tired, and and the, and mm-hmm. and yet she she was supposed to to keep working. Yeah. Um, very, yeah. very reminiscent. Very, very yeah. reminiscent. Great films, and uh, for jazz lovers, but also just for people who are interested in a in the cultural history of of our country and of our our times. And for those of us like you and me who lived through that period, especially resonant, you know uh, that uh, th- those were heady times. Yeah, and I really didn't know at the t- at the time, you know, why Nina. Well, you you just stopped hearing her 
the filmmaker makes it, makes it real clear that it was her politics. Um, that silenced her. And in both in terms of available time, because of the amount of time she was then putting in to, to the movement, but also in terms of uh, it impacting her ability to, to, uh, to have communication with, right. with the general public. Right. Well, one of the things, too, around that period of time, uh, you know, I visited Hawaii and my sister was living with her husband in Vietnam in 1966 with my first visit to Hawaii. Uh, had to deal with the draft and all that stuff and went back to New York City in 1967, got that resolved and then came back here. And one of the reasons that I decided to get the hell out of New York City, but also out of the mainland, which was still is, but at that time was incredibly racist, incredibly destructive. And at, at least out uh, out in Hawaii, it's it wasn't a racial paradise necessarily, but it wasn't one block of people, i.e. those of white flavor, sitting on people of color. And and the the, the 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 different racist stuff kind of was a, were pedal you know in the pond waves with breaking on each other, and you know I thought it was a great place to raise kids where I you know I did, so um, for me that was my resolution of that incredibly ugly period of time of our history. Yeah, with, with with Nina though, it's also interesting that the the people who really first gave her her, her original uh, training as as a piano player were were white. Yes, um, the the guitarist who was with her for all her prime years, at least, and and still stuck with her um, indirectly, even in, towards the end, was was white. True, um, you know she. Uh, um, it was it was an odd an odd combination. Yep, absolutely. Um, and uh, you know the 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 the, 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 the film highlights it, but doesn't really um, give you any real ex- explanation. That's no, that's true. That, that that's true, and it's you know that's the complexity because uh, the fact is these things like racism are across the board and kind of in the climate, but on a one-on-one basis, uh, and especially for someone of international renown of both, both Miles and, uh, and, and Nina, uh, the, it's the, it's the, it is totally colorblind because it's the quality of the talent in working together that c- controls that. And, and is so, you know, that 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 real world is what uh, escapes the yeah. Even though Miles was so heavily in, in the black community, I mean his agent was white. That's true. That's uh, true. Yeah. So it, it's 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 really interesting, you know, how how the relationships get get formed and endure and come and complex. Yeah. And complex. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think that's about all we can really say as to the movies themselves. So um, what'd you think of the Oscars? Well, uh, interesting, interesting, interesting. The film that won the best picture award I saw first by myself and hated it. 
saw it again after the Oscars with my wife and she laughed her, you know, Ocoli off. And uh, I caught the flavor of the comedy and, and then I finally enjoyed it. And, you know, I mean, some real feel good stuff with uh, with uh, the uh, Vietnamese actor from Goonies and from uh, uh, Harrison Ford's film and uh, finally getting a t- time in the sun. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, whose uh, parents, Tony Curtis and Janet Leigh, never won any Oscar. And she won an Oscar, as she pointed out. Uh, some real some real good stuff. And, and yeah, I thought, you know, really I thought Jimmy Kimmel did a good job. Yeah. But in terms of uh, the, 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 the racial element, I mean, that was that was kind of interesting. Yeah. Uh, it was definitely diff- very different. Well, I really appreciate your, your joining me to. I enjoyed it. Because, I enjoyed it. And, it went very quickly. Very <laughs> yes, it did. Thank you. Take care. You too. Thank you so much for watching Think Tech Hawaii. If you like what we do, Please like us and click the subscribe button on YouTube and the follow button on Vimeo. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn, and donate to us at thinktechhawaii.com. Mahalo.